Hey, welcome to the Outside Church in Port St. Lucie, Florida, and this is our podcast. Thank you so much for checking it out. Hope it encourages you and inspires you. Here's today's message. With a fire word, I'm excited. Is anybody excited for the word? Come on, stand to your feet tonight. I believe God has something to say, an on-time word, an in-season word. Pastora Marsha, do your thing. presence of God. You can give me a little bit more volume. <laughs> I believe that God is already speaking to his people. The Bible says that he who have ears listen to what the spirit of God is saying. There's a difference between hearing and listening. When you hear, you can hear a sound, but listening is you actually hearing it and, uh, and applying to what you hear. So I believe that God has already spoken and I know that he has one last word before you leave today. Amen. Can you just open up your ears today and that you open up your heart so that you can receive all that God has for you. Today, my theme is called counter attack. Say with me, counter attack. Say with me, counterattack. The definition of counterattack means this an attack made in response to one by an enemy or an opponent. In other words, it means to attack in response. Unfortunately, here in this earth, we have experienced many wars. Since 1914, there has been approximately 200 wars that countries has 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 fought against other countries now the causes of these wars can be very different but one of the top three reasons why a country rises up against another country for territory gain for simply revenge or for financial reasons you see a country does not attack another country just for nothing or for anything but it, it, it attacks with their own agenda it attacks for a specific reason and just like there are wars that happen here on the earth there are wars that occur on a daily basis in the spiritual realm first five first peter five eight says be a sober minded be watchful because your adversary the devil prowls like a roaring lion seeking someone to devour you see serving God is the best thing that you can ever do can you agree with me today that you making this the decision to accept Jesus as your personal Savior was the best decision that you ever made can you can you thank God because in the middle of everything he has blessed you he has protected you he has healed you he has made a way where there is no way come on can somebody just attest to that that I can't can't go back to the world I can't go back to how I used to be but it's so much better here on the other side but in Ephesians it teaches us that for everything there is a season and for a time for every purpose under heaven you see there is a time to be born and a time to die there is a time to plant and a time to pluck up there's a time to kill and a time to heal a time to break down and a time to build up and the last verse says this there is a time for war but there is a time 
for peace. Oh, how I gr I am so grateful for those times of peace, right? Where we are resting in God, where everything is going under our favor and everything is going great. But the reality is that there are some seasons in your life where you are going to experience war. The life of a believer, being a Christian, is not the very easiest thing, but it's so worth it. It is absolutely worth it. And as Christians, we must understand that there is an enemy named Satan looking to devour somebody. You see, the more that we have peace, the more the enemy will attack. The more that you are blessed, the more the enemy will attack. The more that your family, that your ministry is growing, believe it or not, the enemy will attack. The more that we are blessed in all aspects, we will receive attacks from the enemy but you see the enemy won't just rise up and wage war against just anybody he wages war against the called he wages war against the anointed he wages war against the ambassadors of the kingdom of God if you look in the Bible every man every woman that was that that, that received attack from the enemy they were called by God look at Adam and Eve from the very beginning already hit with the serpent looking to devour them you have Moses that before he was even born they, they, there was a rule that was ruled out that all Hebrew boys were to be killed before Moses was even born the devil was after him look at David look at Daniel Daniel for being obedient to the voice of God was put in the lion's den just because he was obedient to God look at an Esther a powerful woman a woman of royalty hallelujah that the enemy told her you cannot enter into the palace because of the blood that is flowing through your reins you look at a Deborah you look at even the unknown names of the New Testament those that were sick in their bodies those that were tormented by demons they did have a purpose by God and look at Jesus himself the Holy of Holies the Alpha and the Omega him being in the desert there was a devil tempting him while he was praying and fasting so I'm here to tell you I'm here on assignment that if you are under attack and you feel like you are waging war against the enemy it is just a reminder that you are called by God that there is glory inside of you that he has a plan for your life the enemy won't attack just anybody but he attacks those that are called he attacks those that are anointed there's greatness inside of you if you feel like there, there, there is an enemy out there that is attacking your mind, that is attacking your spirit, that is attacking your ministry, that is attacking your household. It is just a sign that there is greatness inside of you. But you see, the defeating the enemy is no longer enough by just showing up. Defeating the enemy... It's not sufficient by just showing up to the war, but it requires so much more. It requires the correct response to the attack. You see, how you counterattack will determine a defeat or a victory. How you respond to the attack in your life will determine a defeat or a victory. And so when the enemy comes, to your life 
to attack you, the first thing that we have to do as a believer is that we have to conduct a self-analysis. In other words, to check yourself. We need to do a self-analysis to examine your behavior, examine your character, examine your actions. You need to look down deep in your heart in the areas of a life where not many people know about. You see, you need to analyze how you think, how your thought process is, how you act, how you react to certain things in your life. Because just maybe, maybe the battle is not being won and you're not seeing the victory, not because of anything else, but because simply because there are areas in your life that need to get fixed. Just maybe the battle that you're, fat, that you're fighting right now is not being won. Because there are areas in your life that are not pleasing unto God. Let's go Bible. Joshua chapter 7. We read the story of the Israelites. The Israelites, you know, that was called by God that enter into the promised land. God had so much plans for their life. And there was a city of Ai that rose up against them. And when Joshua heard this, Joshua said, I'm going to go ahead and send out some spies um, to this city. And the spies, when they came back, said, Joshua, we got this. We got this. They're small. They're not many. We got this. We don't even have to send our whole entire army. Let's just go ahead and send out 3,000 people to this city, and we are going to win. And they did just that. They went ahead to the city, but to their surprise, they were defeated. They were defeated. Every single one of them were defeated. And so they came back and the Bible says that they were paralyzed with fear. They didn't understand. They didn't understand that they won bigger battles before. But why is it that this one they lost? Their courage completely melted away. And the Bible says that Joshua took him and took the elders. And the Bible says that he bowed down on the floor. And he became very upset and very furious. He tore their clothing, bowed their face onto the ground, and began to cry out to God. God, why did you bring us to this place for us to get defeated? God, why did you even allow this to happen in my life for me to be defeated? Have you ever had some serious questions to God that you find yourself uh, fighting this battle and you feel like you're getting defeated? And you feel like you're not winning? You feel like you're losing and losing and losing and there's no outcome behind it. And God answered boldly, boldly to Joshua. And he said, Joshua, Israel has broken their covenant with me. They have violated my instructions. They have disobeyed me. And this is the reason why they didn't win. Because you allowed sin in their lives. God said, I will now no longer remain in them. Until they completely destroy the things that they have set us apart. See, when we are under attack, not always is the cause of other people. Not always is the devil. Because sometimes we give the, cre the credit too much to the devil. The devil this and the devil that. The devil has me locked up. The devil has this. But sometimes, uh, sometimes it's you. It's the sin that we carry is a sin that we're comfortable with. The devil does his job. 
and it is to attack. He comes to kill, to steal, and to devour. But the question is, are, are, are we doing our part? For when the enemy comes and rises up, See, self-analysis includes what sin I have entered into my life. What door I have opened that I should have opened. What areas in my life have I danced with the devil just a little bit? This is something that we have to ask ourselves. And I want to go ahead and share with you this quote that I saw actually on Instagram this week. And I was like, wow, this is confirmation of what I am preaching about. And it says, Egypt... To the promised land is a two-week journey on foot. But it took the Israelites 40 years to get there. Don't underestimate how much sin can distract you from your journey. Israelites could have gotten there for two weeks. But 40 years it took them to enter into the promised land. Because of their stubbornness. Because of some sin that they had allowed in their lives. 2 Corinthians 13.5 says, examine yourselves to see whether you are in the faith. The Bible teaches us to examine ourselves. We need to examine ourselves where we are at spiritually speaking. Where we are at in our faith with God. Because you will not be able to win this battle just by looking good, just like preaching good, just by teaching good. But you will learn to win this battle by living a life of consecration. You will, you will win this battle by living a life of prayer. You will win this battle by living a life of holiness. You can go to battle with the right people and the right armor and still lose because of the sin that you carry with. You can go to war with the right armors. You don't think the Israelites knew how to fight? Of course they knew how to fight. They knew how to fight. But they lost because of the sin that they carried. And some of us are aware of it. But some of us are in denial. And in Galatians 5.19 says that these are the works of the flesh. Sexual immorality, impurity, idolatry, inmetty strife jealousy fits of anger division enviness and the bible says that all of these things will not inherit the kingdom of god sometimes we think that sin equals drugs sin equals alcohol but sin equals jealousy sin equals division sin equals gossip in all of these things if all of these things will not inherit the kingdom These things will not inherit a victory. You will not be able to defeat until you remove. And so today, let's ask God to be and be sincere with him and say, God, I need you to reveal to me the areas in my life that need to get changed. I need you to remove the areas in my life. Help me to remove the areas that I'm, I'm struggling with, with, that it's my weaknesses. Search me, oh God, David said. Search my heart. Examine me, oh God. Look in the areas of my life, even the unknown, Lord. And help me to remove it. See, after God told Joshua the wrong, after God said to Joshua, this is what happened. 
the sin allowed you that you guys allowed in your life now God was able to to give them an instruction because we before we do anything we must first hear the correction before we receive the instruction because some of us we want to listen to the instruction of God and we want to go and preach and sing and do all this stuff but we don't want to receive the correction from God before he sends you he will correct you before he sends you out he will correct you and God told Joshua now I need you to get up say with me get up say with me get up I need you to tell two or three people, say, get up, get up in the name of Jesus. You see, you cannot stay defeated. You need to get up. And I serve a God of the second, the third, the fourth, the fifth chances. Tell somebody to get up again. Get up again. You can't stay defeated. But you need to get up. Can you thank God that he allows us to get up again even though we fall? Even though we fail. And the Israelites began to hear the instructions of God and begin to hear the correction of God. And the Bible says that they begin to purify themselves. And my second point here is that not only, number one, you need to remove the sin in your life and do a self-analysis. But number two, you need to, be, you need to purify yourself. You need to be holy just like Christ is holy. You need to consecrate yourself and be in the spirit. Say with me, in the spirit. Say with me, in the spirit. 2 Corinthians 10, 3 says that for though we walk in the flesh, we're now waging war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not of the flesh, but have divine power to destroy strongholds. So if you're telling me that this war is spiritual, that means I can't fight this war in the flesh. I got to fight this war in the spirit. Battles are not won by the, by the flesh, but battles are won by the spirit. The Bible says that if we live in the spirit, let us walk in the spirit. But I say walk by the spirit and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. For those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh. But those who live according to the spirit set their minds on the things of the spirit. The way that you are in the spirit is by prayer, is by fasting, is by you reading the word, is by you bearing fruit. This is how you're going to win this battle, is by being in the spirit. We can no longer fight this battle by being in the flesh and gratifying the desires of the flesh. But we need to go back to basics. We need to know how to pray. We need to know how to seek the presence of God. We know how to dig into his word. I stated this in the last service that there is a huge difference between the past generation and this generation. That this generation X, Y, and Z is very creative. They're very innovative. They're very smart for their age. But unfortunately, they can't pray for more than five minutes. 
but unfortunately they can't even they can't even tell you a bible verse but they know how to log into social media but they know how to post they know how to go live they know how to do all that but i come from a generation back in the bronx new york that we used to be in the vigilias for four five or six o'clock in the morning and this past generation taught me how to seek the presence of god taught me how to read the word taught me how to fast oh can somebody say right now i'm going in the spirit i'm going in the spirit i'm going in the spirit we can't we can't we, we cannot fight this battle in the flesh no more but we need to assume our position for victory and after the Israelites got up and after they did everything that they did, they removed the sin, they began to purify themselves. The Bible says they, they even began to forgive one another. Wow. Wow. You could be defeated just by unforgiveness. You could be defeated just now by forgiving your brother and your sister. They began to do all things right now. And now they were ready for war again. Now they were ready for battle again. And the Bible says, I need you to do all these things so that you can prepare yourself for tomorrow. I said, hold up. They just fought a battle. And now tomorrow they're going to fight another one? Have you ever been in a time in your life where you fight, you fight, you fight. You think you win, you got defeated, then tomorrow another battle awaits for you? And the next week, there's another battle that awaits for you. And you're like, God, but where is the peace? Where is the resting? It's coming. It's coming. You just got to fight this one. And the Bible says that God gave them a promise. Do not be afraid, Israel. Do not be discouraged because I have given you the victory. See, he gives you the victory when you, we do our part. He gives you the victory. He gives you that promise because he knows that you were you are doing everything that you need to do to win this battle. And God said, I've given you the victory over the king of I, over his people, over the entire land. Everything belongs to you, Joshua. And Joshua sent all of his men to attack and everything that God told them to do, they did. And I love the Bible. I love the word because it said, and Joshua did everything that he was commanded to do. Even in the battle, even in the war, you can do everything that God has commanded you to do. I don't know about you, but in the middle of what I go through, in the middle of my spiritual warfare, I want God to tell me, and Marsha did everything that she was commanded to do. In the middle of what you're going through, are you listening to the word of God? Are you listening to his voice? Because he can still speak to you in the middle of war. He can still give you the strategies that you need. Right. Obedience equals guaranteed victory. You cannot go wrong with being obedient. You can't go wrong by doing everything that God is telling you to do. The enemy probably won a battle in your life just like the enemy won the battle that the Israelites faced the first time. 
But the Bible says that the Israelites completely destroyed the city of Ai. There were about 12,000 men and women that were wiped out completely by the Israelites. Why? Because they had the correct response. They had the correct counterattack against the enemy. Please stand to your feet. Position yourself for the victory, TLC. But the counterattack has to be correct. Pastor spoke last week about striking your arrows, strike your arrows one more time. And some of you have been striking your arrows, but in sin. But some of you have been striking your arrows with the incorrect spirit. But I promise you that when you strike your arrow with obedience, with removing sin from your life, with walking in the spirit, your victory is guaranteed. I want to conclude with this. As me praying this week and seeking his presence, God told me, I just want you to repeat this year's theme of TOC. Believe that it was not a coincidence that this word was deposited in our pastor's heart. And if you didn't know, this year's theme is resist which means to withstand against something or someone. And I know for a fact that there's some people here recently that has been receiving and has been experiencing some spiritual warfare. I can't tell you the amount of calls and text messages I got this week of people that are literally under attack, that they're about to lose their mind because the enemy is attacking this is real. This is what people are going through. And God is just telling you, I need you to fight. But fight with the right response. Yelling at your child is not going to resolve it. Arguing with your spouse is not going to resolve it. But I know that there's something happens when I bow my knees and I pray. And I seek the presence of God. And I seek the glory of God. Battles are not made with my mouth, but the battles are, are fight, fought with on your knees. When you pray, when you talk to your God. God showed me that there are so many mothers out here that are praying for your children. You're praying for your lost children that you're saying, God, when are they going to come back? You're praying for your spouse that doesn't know God. And God is telling someone today, I heard your cry. I heard your cry, mother. I heard your cry. But this time I need you to fight correctly. This time I need you to fight in the spirit and not in the flesh. Resist, says the Lord. Resist the enemy. Because he is defeated in the name of Jesus. 
He is defeated in the name of Jesus. And I declare right now that no weapon that is formed against you shall prosper. That no weapon that is against your family will prosper in the name of Jesus. Can you just right now, hallelujah, give a war cry unto God. Right now in the name of Jesus. Right now begin to open up your mouth. Begin to open up your mouth right now. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Father God, hallelujah. Right now, I present to you every single person that is here, God. And I declare the victory is theirs. I declare the victory is theirs. I declare that you give them the strength that they need so that they can continue to move forward. In the name of Jesus. Every head bowed. If you are in this place and you don't know.